0: Hi there! Welcome to another episode of The Saturday Quiz. I'm your host, John Leary, and as always, I'm here to ask the 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and to try to elicit the correct answers from my guests. Now, the truth is, and I'm not afraid to admit it, that this podcast does tend to be a little Melbourne-centric. So, in part to counteract that, but also because they're two excellent people This week's guests are joining me from Adelaide, where they are both festival directors. One of them has been the joint artistic director of the Adelaide Festival since 2017, and the other is the director of Adelaide Writers Week. Welcome to the show, Rachel Healy and Joe Dyer. Hi, thank you, Johnny.
1: It's great to be here. Hello
0: to you both. Thanks for joining me. It's a
2: pleasure. It's exciting. It is exciting, unless it reveals us to be completely ignorant of all matters contemporary and undercuts our credibility forever. I promise
0: (laughs) you that it it won't. Now, Rachel, your festival started yesterday, for anyone listening to the podcast, on the day that it goes up. Yes. But you can't go.
1: Yes, it's a bit of a mess, to be honest. My son, my second son, Frank, tested positive to COVID on Monday night, which made me... Tuesday night, sorry, uh, which made me a close contact. It happened on his 16th birthday.
0: Oh, goodness. And how long do you have to isolate as as part of a close Uh, contact?
1: Seven days. If if I had to choose seven days out of my year (laughs) – it would be these seven days that would be the unmitigated disaster to be unavailable, and I managed to nail it. So, you oh, shouldn't be laughing, Johnny.
0: I shouldn't be laughing. I'm so sorry to laugh, but it is that it, crazy, tragic, terrible time. I'm,
1: I'm having major, major oh. FOMO, which is not FOMO, it's ammo actually missing out, yeah. which I'm uh, absolutely <laughs> hating. I mean, we've spent three years on so many of these shows, there's commissions, there's, you know, works that's that have come from across the globe facing all manner of difficulties to get here. And as always, it's the opening weekend that's packed with, uh, I mean, the entire festival is great. But the opening weekend has the international opera. It has Rite of Spring, which has artists from fourteen different African nations. It's got some of our most oh my um, goodness precious commissions. Photo box, which is being produced by Vital Statistics. I'm so. I, I keep sorry. trying to tell myself to think a bit more big picture and what's happening in Australia and what's happening in the world, and not feel bad for myself because ultimately it is about the audiences having an amazing time and. Sure.
0: And you've seen the shows before, haven't
1: well, look, you? I, I, I've seen Golden Cockerel before in France. Not really. Which was our centrepiece, so that's good. But the right. really upsetting thing is that we've got two really extraordinary commissions, Watershed, which, speaking of Melbourne, Christos Chalkas is co-librettist with wonderful Alana Valentine from Sydney. The music's composed by Joseph Twist and Neil is directing. And uh, Watershed is the story of George Duncan who was murdered allegedly when allegedly police officers allegedly threw him into the Torrens River in 1972 on a a sort of a drunken jape called Teaching the pufters to Swim. Unfortunately, George Duncan couldn't swim Golly. and he drowned and it was a terrible event and had a whole raft of repercussions Uh, for the queer community but for South Australia uh, more broadly, one of the things that happened was that that event was seen as a trigger for gay law reform and at its 50-year mark in, in 2022, it felt like a really important opportunity to create a new work and in this case an oratorio which would premiere at the Adelaide Festival. It premiered on Thursday night. It plays until next Tuesday night. And I am released on Wednesday. And
0: that's when you're released. Yeah. Oh. So
1: many personal tragedies, but hopefully also many uh, festival triumphs in that seven day period.
0: Indeed. And Joe, your festival, Adelaide Writers Week, Starts today.
2: It does indeed. Yes, we kick off today and we run through till Thursday. We've got lots of very exciting guests. Alas, our international guests will once again only be zooming in from their respective homes scattered around the globe. But we've got an excellent Australian lineup who's appearing all in person. And thanks to some last minute flexibility from SA Health, we won't have to turn away a quarter of our audience, which we right. were otherwise at risk of having to do. So it's kind of exciting.
0: Brilliant. Now, before I actually ask you the questions, I'm going to ask you, do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia?
2: Hmm. (laughs) Not really? No, I don't think... That I do, (laughs) except that chicken salt was invented in Adelaide, actually. That's one. (laughs) Oh,
0: wait a second.
2: That's a great one. That is, actually. That can be Adelaide boosting. Um, Chicken salt? It was invented in Adelaide. It was invented at a particular fish and chip shop, uh, whose name I can't remember to promote, um, but is a secret recipe that was guarded, you know, as strenuously as, you know, Colonel Sanders' herbs and spices.
0: Wow, that is a great bit of trivia and a perfect segue to our first break. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited
1: more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: You're listening to The Saturday Quiz. I'm with Rachel Healy and Joe Dyer. We're up to question number one. Question number one is multiple choice, oh, so yeah, you'll right. be all right. Here we go. What percentage of the air is oxygen? Is it A, 10, B, 21, C, 54, or? Or D, 75. Oh, well. How's your chemistry? This is interesting Bad.
1: because uh, I had a kidney stone in January and Jeez. which was uh, her- as horrific as you've all heard it is. And uh, when they gave me oxygen at the hospital, I was surprised at the that it was a lower percentage than I imagined. What that percentage was, uh-huh. I would dearly love to be able to recall now, <laughs> but but alas, this will be a wild guess. Because
0: they, they don't, for example, when you go scuba diving, they don't give you straight oxygen. Exactly. It's, it's air. They call it air because I think if they give you straight oxygen, you – it might send you a bit loopy.
2: Well, we're just going to have to guess, Rach, but because you have been more closely aligned to scientific-related things by being hospitalised, I think this should be <laughs> your
1: guess. Can I have the uh, options again, please, Johnny?
0: You can. It is 10, 21, 54 or 75.
1: I'm it has ha- to be more than 10. Yeah, I'm going to go 54. I like the speed specificity of that number too
0: you like 54 it is not 54 ah. what about you joe do you want to <laughs> do you want to pick one of the other ones 10 21 or 75
2: 75 just sounds so high but 10 and 24 sound really low it's
1: 21
0: 21 21,
2: is 21. Is the, it sounds even yeah. lower then because <laughs> it is numerically <laughs> <laughs> yeah. speaking so well, it must be 75 then
0: it's not. Oh, look, it's it's like... 21. Oh, God, I should have said 21. Yeah. Yeah. It's 21.
2: Really? Oh, my God. So what's the rest of it?
0: Well, you tell me. Another gas makes up 78% of air. Do you know what that might be?
1: Um, I'd have to answer no to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did once. Like, we
2: absolutely did once. I mean, it's not carbon dioxide. Well, maybe some carbon dioxide is in there because that is in the air.
0: Carbon dioxide is the like, littlest. Yeah, because otherwise we'd all be dead. There's 21-ish percent oxygen. There's 0.04 carbon dioxide and other small hmm. gases and water vapour. That makes up a tiny, tiny, tiny okay. percentage. 1% is argon. Oh, no. uh, argon. But the big one, 78%. Is nitrogen. We Ah, should totally have known that. There you go. That's
2: like chemistry teachers all over the country are at the moment just like sticking pins in their eyes at how little (laughs) their students (laughs) retain over the years. It's not the
0: game you're in. It's all right. You don't need to retain that. We don't need to know about what we
2: breathe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, question number two. This is a bit of a kind of puzzly one, like a bit of a cryptic clue Mm. kind of one. Right. To make the name of an insect add one letter to the end of a word meaning a particular position or place.
1: You'd have to repeat that.
0: Yeah. So you're you're trying to get a word that means a particular position or place can have a letter added to the end of it to turn it into another word, which is the name of an insect.
2: Okay, so a word which means location or place.
0: That's right. Um, and you, you very nearly said it because... I said meaning a particular position or place. But you said but location. you said something else. You said location. L- like, yeah. So
1: what would be the letter to add? Loosely. but you so add what's, to location.
0: Not to location, but what to? what's the kind of Latin root of location? Locust. Locust.
2: locust. That's the way The answer is locust.
0: Yeah. Woo-hoo! So the two words are locust and locust. Oh, We've yeah. got one. Right. One. Very we good. don't have to do <laughs> that, well you know, done.
2: strip down and run around the pool table situation. <laughs> no, <now. laughs> no nudie run right We are off the mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> locust was also the Latin word for lobster. Did you know that? I didn't no. know that. There you, there you go. Question number three. How many medals did Australia finish with at the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics? Oh. Here's your sport question, No, I okay? was thinking last night a- yeah. I need to
1: bone up on the Winter Olympics because there's <laughs> Destined to be, but something you didn't.
2: In there. I'm no, I'm sure. I didn't. I the, just all that time <laughs> you've had isolating at home, and you did not think
0: to do no, that. No, I just thought. Well, this is going to be uh, a complete nah. guess. It is. I'll tell you this: it's the most <laughs> I know yes, medal that we've ever won. Australia has ever won at the Winter yeah, end. I I And think, if And if the question, question: it's had still been. like
2: less than ten, though.
0: Oh, it's way less than ten. Yeah,
2: it's like there was a couple of bronzes, there was a couple of silvers, and that last that last one where we hoped we might get
0: gold with the
2: mogul.
1: I think um, I think it's mm-hmm. something like I think it's possibly 6
0: It's not that many. I was not going to
1: say six, so that should
0: not be
2: counted because we had not. That that that, that was was not
1: my final answer. (laughs) Of course, yeah, (laughs) no, it's
0: less than six.
2: I think it is three or four. It is four. Yeah, yeah. And what was it? What it was like? Two silver, two bronze.
0: No, two silver, one bronze, one gold. One gold. Yeah, we we got a gold.
2: So I think we get that. (laughs) Yes,
0: certainly you get that. (laughs)
2: All right, you'll
0: get this one as well. I promise you. Question number four: Manchego cheese originated in which country?
1: Rich, that's you. You're the cook. I would say Spain, I would have said Spain. But I'm. Not, I, but I, I'm, but I'm yeah, but you should both.
0: No, just say, say Spain. Spain. We're saying Spain. Spain, Johnny. Lock it Go in. Go with Spain. Yeah. Spain. Because it's the La Mancha region is. is where it's from. Right. Manchego, course, La Mancha. of course. So it's the cheese of La Mancha. Can
1: I just say I'm doing better on, the, on, on this go. quiz than any of the others? So this is going really, really well. Oh, good. But
2: can I also point out that the differential there is in fact my presence. <laughs> 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 that's the only new factor that's been introduced into your success rate. You should
0: only ever do quizzes with Joe from now oh, on. Joe, team effort. Yeah. Team effort. Yes, team effort. All right. Question number five. Comedian Spike Milligan's headstone. Includes an epitaph in Irish that translates to, I told you I was sick. Sick. It's not sick. Ill. Ill is the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we get. Yeah. Sick, ill, you know, very, very close, but. Yes. Yes. More synonymous. it is But yeah. we
2: needed specificity, which we got exactly. to in
0: the end. And there's also a bonus point for naming the long-running comedy show that starred Milligan alongside Peter Sellers and Harry Seacombe. Oh, that's The Goons. The Goons, yeah. yeah. Wow, you straight out.
2: Everybody in the world should have got that, of
1: yeah.
0: course. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Here's one that will test you. Mm. Do you know what Spike Milligan's real name was oh. and where he was born. Do you know well, where then, well, he was I, oh,
1: yes, born? Yes, I do. He was, well, he yeah. was born in Woiwoi. Wasn't he born in Woiwoi? No, he
0: wasn't born in Woiwoi. He was born in India. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I did know that, actually. There you go. He was born in India in 1918 and his the name he was christened was Terence Allen Milligan.
2: Oh, wow. That yeah. is so new Bobby- information to me, which I will now have <laughs> when anybody asks me about favourite trivia, I can
1: say, oh, well. <laughs> so
0: that- well, I mean, you just say that. It's like Milligan's real yeah. name, Terence Allen. Now, did um, he have
1: a connection to Woi Woi? Does
0: I couldn't quite find that find that out though. I think or did he
1: just talk a lot about Woi Woi? He Woy? talked
0: a lot about Woi Woi because I think he liked the sound. Yeah, involved. I think
2: it might just be the comedic nature of the name Woi
0: Woi. But I think he might have also had family that moved there. Right? Maybe. Okay.
1: Yeah, there was, there was He died um,
0: in 2002 yeah. aged 83 and was buried at St Thomas's Church in Winchelsea East Sussex with the church diocese initially refusing to allow the epitaph. Oh. They said no no no, you can't have the, you can't have a joke on your epitaph until finally a compromise was found and that's why it's written in Irish. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's sort of quite mean-spirited of the church, I have to say. (laughs) A little.
2: A little. That was like when we were um, fundraising for... Sydney Theatre when I was at Sydney Theatre Company is Sydney Theatre Company management um, where you had to pay a $1,000 to get a little plaque put on the back of your seat Um, and one of the carpenters in the workshop at STC was going to fork up a $1,000 but only if he was allowed to just have the chippy chippy on the back and initially STC were like no you can't have the chippy chippy that somehow undermines (laughs) the sort of gravitas of the theatre. He said right well I'm not buying one then and quickly
0: they changed their tune <laughs> yeah yeah good good on them i'm
2: glad yeah, so they, 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 they yeah. just goes to show stc management can be bought for a thousand
0: dollars for a thousand bucks so <laughs> so there's a, a chair in the sydney theater with what does it say it says trippy chippy on it the trippy chippy the trippy chippy yeah that's quite funny so you can, does that tie back into chicken salt somehow you can ask to sit no, in. no yeah restaurant.
2: you can you can spend the next 70 years go sitting in every seat it's the now of course <laughs> named ross packer theater which ross, i imagine yeah. that they had a slightly higher price tag <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to find that particular seat <laughs> all right we're going to take one more little break we'll be right back
2: to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined by Joe Dyer and Rachel Healy. We are up to question number six. You're doing very well. <laughs> We're not doing too bad, are Yeah. We? Question number six. Name the web-based word game recently bought by the New York Times for a price in the low seven figures. Well,
2: we all, we all know, know We all know it's um, Wordle. We're all obsessed. The original
0: and the
1: best, yes. Wordle. Are
0: you likewise obsessed? Absolutely. I'm obsessed. I love it. I'm on a great completely street, obsessed. I
1: Although I, I also like the new information that's come out in response to these allegations that it has become so much harder since it's been purchased by the New York Times with the information that, in fact, the decisions on which words has not yet transferred to the New York Times. So it's the same people putting the words up.
2: Exactly yeah. right. So we can just blame the yeah. original Welsh creator for cork, as in <laughs> C-O-U-L-K, and rupee, which I didn't enjoy either.
0: I,
1: I like, Alan Alan was opposed to rupee. Oh, rupee but, you know, was the yeah. other
0: day, yeah. It's
1: it's it's a word. It's currency. I'm no, no, I, look at, I got it. Don't get me wrong.
2: I yeah. got
0: it. Vivid nearly got oh, me. Same nearly here. Nearly got Rachel. Oh my she god,
2: she had to take advice. She sought I
1: was counsel. Oh, so upset about that. I had spreadsheets. <laughs> and to whom work. did she turn? <laughs> I really? I of. did yeah.
0: the thing on Vivid. I did the thing that I don't I don't like to do, which is do a kind of junk line, Uh, you know, where you I don't think that should
2: be where you don't
0: look, I I don't like doing it and I really I try not to. But yeah, if I get down to the fifth line and I and I'm you know panicking, not very close, yeah, then I'll um I'll do a junk line where I'll just throw as many letters as I can in there. Yeah. It was created by software engineer Josh Wardle as a game for his partner. Yeah. And it was her job to sort through a list of over 12,000 five-letter words in the English language to remove the more obscure and unknown ones to get it down to about two and a half I thousand. I think is what oh, you would really? call,
2: if there was such a phrase, a kind of a Pyrrhic gift.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he actually designed it as another game. He gave He gave her another game, which was... <laughs> a word would come up, and she would she would <laughs> sort them. Right, but you're okay. right. It is a bit of a bit. yeah. It's like, t- I, like I like that, that
2: great phrase for you. But by the way, he's like eight months of work <laughs>
1: <laughs> before you can play it. I feel a bit panicked by that information, uh, though. Because isn't that, that amazing means that, there's that he- only two and a half thousand goes at this? It's going to be over in a few. Yes. Yeah, it will run out. Yeah,
0: I, I reckon they'll. You know they'll, yeah, they'll re- have to recycle. That, that, them. At that point,
2: the New York Times logarithm will probably kick in, and we'll get even worse words with more American villains. Yeah. Has anyone played Worldle, the geography game? I was
0: going to ask you. Yeah, I love that. So that is hard. It's really hard.
2: I don't. I don't know about this. So it's basically you just get a picture in silhouette of a country outside of any context at all, and you've got six guesses to guess which oh. country it is. And with each one you get wrong, inevitably for me, it tells you <laughs> how far away you are from that country in kilometers and which direction you need and in to which go. Direction?
1: Oh. That sounds great.
0: I love it. Perfect for my isolation. Yeah, you should get into it. I self-impose a a kind of, you know, I try not to cheat with that one. So I'll have my first couple of guesses and then if I get within 90%, because it gives you a a percentile of how close you are. If I get within 90%, then I look on Google Maps to see. Mm. Because also, I, I, you know, I don't know all the names of all the nations, but, you know. Anyway.
2: No, look, I, look. to be honest, um, I used to do that uh, that quiz where you had to name all the countries of the world in, like, five minutes. So I kind of do know, like, most of the countries of the world, but I realise I just don't know. And I know oh, more mate, or I, less where they are. You don't know what they look like. you don't like. know what yeah. they look like out of context yeah. at
0: all. I must no, say I don't hard. do
2: that that regularly because it's too bad for my eco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only do games that are good for your ego. That's a good idea. All right. Question number seven. Which actor links the characters Marge Gunderson, Doris Crane, Mildred and Fern? Do any of those character names ring any kind of little bells? Well, Mildred
2: only does through George and Mildred, which I suspect <laughs> it's not very Mildred. much is not the same Mildred. Um, no, it's
0: not that Mildred. So you- it
2: has to be an animation. Does it not? No. no. It's actually oh,
0: No, they're characters that she has played yeah. in four different films. Feel She's an like, American actress I feel like we should know Doris actor.
2: Crane. That sounds familiar. Is, so is, is that the cranes as in Frazier Cranes?
0: No. Or is it no
1: nothing to, it's do, with f- nothing to Fern, do with that? Was Fern a child in Charlotte's Web?
0: Oh, maybe, but not in this. Or oh, is that is that instance. a
2: buffy kind of thing, Fern? N-
0: no. no Fern, this character, Fern is I wonder if you actually even hear the name said in this film because it's it's quite a bleak film, a bleak oh, contemporary it film that like, uh, um, only came out in the last year or, year or two. I think the one that might get you there is the first one. Marge Gunderson was a... Police officer. Oh,
1: yeah, in- yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yes, I know. yes, um, yes. I know, I know what yes. it is. It's, um, what's her face? It's yeah. Frances McDormand. Yes. It is. Yeah. It's
0: Frances McDormand. And yeah. Fern
2: was from Nomadland.
0: Exactly yeah. right. So, right. yes, Marge Gunderson was from Fargo. Doris Crane was the character she played in The Man Who Wasn't There which I haven't seen, I must admit. No, me neither. Mildred was her name in three billboards outside of Oh, which I have Missouri. also seen. Of course. Which is a good one. And girl. Fern yeah. was Nomadland.
1: Yeah.
2: And I have actually met Frances McDormand, I can say. I can Had name her really? right there, yes. When and uh, where? I met her in New York when we were there, when I was there touring uh, Uncle Vanya with Sydney Theatre Company. Oh, yeah, right. And Kate Blanchett was in the play, which meant that you know, stage door and the people that came behind was quite a superior class of people, I'd have to say. (laughs) Well, in
1: fact, I Um, met her uh, when Neil's production of The Underpants toured around Australia and for some reason she must have been shooting something here. She came to see the production towards the end of its run, like at Parramatta Riverside or somewhere nowhere <laughs> yeah, near right. as, somewhere as unlikely. starry yeah. as the New York environs that Joe was describing. But she was completely lovely and knew Neil and you know, made an effort to come and see this production from Belvoir that had been touring.
0: Wow. All right. We are up to question number no, number eight. Number eight. Question number eight. In computing, sorry, that might, might bring you down a yeah, little bit. it's
2: going to lower In our In
0: computing, the acronym FTP stands for File Transfer Protocol. What? I would say protocol. protocol. Yeah. It's always protocol. It's always protocol. Yeah.
2: Well done. You got it. Yeah. See? Straight off. My God. I I thought you were going to ask for all of it, and I was like, oh, no. That would have taken some time. We might have got there in the end. Let's say we would have got there in the end. (laughs) Let's say you
0: would have, yes. You certainly got protocol very very quickly. Good on you. All right, question number nine. Name either of the two African nations whose name contains the letter Q. Now, that's what the question says. I want you to, to name both of them, though. I reckon. Well, you Well,
2: Mozambique yes. is the first one, and correct? Then the um, other one's a
0: bit of a, a bit of a tricky one, in that the Q is in a is in a word, right?
1: But it's not um, pronounced. No, no,
0: either. it is pronounced. Um, so but it's in a in a word that that kind of joins to the oh. the it's country's like, name. It's
2: not like um, République, is it?
0: No, no, no. They're, it's, it's they're, not the, be the French, the, French kind of, okay. the Democratic
2: Republic of Congo, or something like that. No. Okay. Well, let's think. What? How many? What African countries have two words in them? Um, well, Burkina
1: yeah. Faso. Not, I'll give you
2: another clue. Th- that doesn't have any no. Q in it.
0: No. no. Um, I'll give you another clue. In that, there are four countries in the world that have kind of the same name, but with other other words around it. I
1: just can't even think what that word would
0: be. No, neither can I. Um. A, a very close neighbor to Australia has has this word in it. It's not the word with the Q in it. Oh, I see. But it's new. Oh, but I, it's I, the new, wo-
1: like New Zealand. No, n- um, not
0: new. But but new actually, even closer neighbor.
1: Oh, look, and here I was
2: just boasting about knowing all of the countries <laughs> of the world and I can't even think yeah. of another nation well, with Q in, in Africa. So
1: just if we let's just break it into countries that have more than one word as their name, like Papua New Guinea or.
0: That's that's um, where we're going. Okay. So, so new, it, is it
1: new, it's, something it's not, new? It's not, not new, new, but new, but it's the idea that it's something, Guinea. something, something. Guinea. Oh, it's Guinea. Oh, so it's yeah. Guinea. Yeah,
0: so there's four countries in the world but called. That have Guinea, Guinea in them. So there's there's Papua New Guinea. A- and they were all um the three others were all African nations that were colonies. Yep. So there was a French the one French, Gui- French Guinea just yeah, yeah. retained the then- name Guinea. The Spanish Guinea is the one that we're after. The Portuguese guinea became Guinea Bissau. Yeah. And there was a German guinea which entirely dropped the Guinea bit and became Cameroon and Togo. Yeah, but where after what the Spanish, the Spanish, um, the, the Spanish uh, it it gained its independence from the, Spain in 1968.
1: Oh, and so it's the Spanish use of the Q that's where the Q lives.
0: But not really. Not it, it's um it's something to do with its placement on the globe. How about oh, Equatorial that?
1: Guinea? Oh,
0: Equatorial yes. Guinea. Yes, oh. God, well done. Oh, yeah. Horrified if I hadn't got that in <laughs> no. the end. Equatorial Guinea is, yeah. is the second uh, country in Africa with a Q in its name. I can't believe yeah. it took that long. Great. Well done. <sighs> and it's, it's so weird. We we don't actually know where, even though four countries have Guinea in their name, we don't actually know where the word comes from. Interesting.
2: And they, you know, pretty far flung, like Papua New Guinea. Is there a colonial? Kind yeah, of there
0: is a colonial uh, explanation for that, which is that there was a uh, a Spanish explorer who arrived in in Papua New Guinea, and saw the people and thought, oh, they resemble the people of Guinea, which is in in West as much Africa. As
2: they were black, in, pretty much <laughs> because they're pretty actually, much. yeah, yeah. Beyond
0: that. Yeah. Still, well, there we go. There you go. Well done. And we're up to the final question. We haven't disgraced ourselves thus far. No, you've done very well. (laughs) Very well. Question number 10. What is the name (laughs) of Australia's newest budget airline set to start flying mid-year? Oh, is this some kind of sponsorship tie
2: up between Schwartz Media I and the I wish this I could say airline? that it was
0: a sponsorship deal. That would be one It's not Schwartz
2: Air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not Schwartz Air.
2: I don't know. Like I have no idea. I Tiger's didn't even know no, we that no, we, we had a sponsoring airline. Air. Oh, is it a reboot well, of an, a previous one?
0: No, it's it's a new new, entirely? new carrier. Yeah. It's founded by former Virgin Blue administrator. Tim Jordan. Oh, right. I was going to say John. Borg- and it's AP. backed by a Miami-based investment firm. The base for the for the airline will be at the Sunshine Coast Airport, and they're kind of going for, like you said, Ryanair, the yeah. the kind of idea of routes that are less, um, that are sort of ignored by the big players. Right. Yeah. Okay, it's a word that. Is sort of an Australian slang term Struth. for for, Struth for something air. wonderful,
2: bute you bute air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does start with B? Um. Bonza. Well, something genuine, maybe that's Bonza, Bonza. air. Yeah, bon- it. it's Bonza airline.
2: Excellent. Bonza. That's actually quite a good name for an airline. Bonza? I, yeah. I it's a fairly brave move to be starting an airline just at the moment, but, you know, I I wish them well in their endeavor. Yeah. It,
1: do, it does seem a little, a little kooky. Do we think that their jingle might be Bonza, mate? Beauty Ripper, great. <laughs> remember,
0: remember, remember? What is that from? Uh, remember, wasn't no, that I don't
1: add. Like, by all means. <laughs> Bonza mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, remember wasn't that a jingle in the 80s, Bonza mate, beauty ripper great? Like um, what's <laughs> great?
0: What for? Yeah. I don't
1: really do remember. you remember the I can't actual... really remember what they were selling, but yeah. I do remember. Was it a,
0: a, the incorporation of the use of the word bonza? What, was it maybe a sort of, you know, a, um Australian tourism Well, they could Well, look, appropriate it would be that. it would be a bonza gift mate. to
2: Australian Fly tourism, and it'll be great.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, on that note, we're going to go to another break. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Rachel Healy, Joe Dyer, Well done you two. You did extremely well. You we we did much John. better than I expected to do, even Yeah, you were both so down on yourselves. We did uh, rely
2: on hints for a few of them. And even then that's we And I was guys. a little no, bit of a
1: coattail rider, I do confess. <laughs> however
0: <laughs> i don't believe <laughs> that for a fine. second <laughs> and
2: effort. we will now remember how much oxygen is in the actual air that we breathe to stay alive that's, that's right. right it's
0: 21 do you remember spike milligan's first birth name Terence.
2: it's very good terrence stuck. from india yeah, yeah indeed <laughs> not from, from
0: india. well thank you both not so much for coming on to the quiz and good luck <laughs> break legs for your you. festivals, Although the for only the way Adelaide Rachel Writers Rachel Week will
2: be breaking a leg as if she falls down the <laughs> stairs in her own home
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> for the next few days, anyway. But we look forward to Wilson for the
0: next back few back. days, and yeah. then you're just, you're going to be unstoppable when you yeah. get out of isolation, and absolutely, you'll, you'll be at everything. I'm sure
1: that's right. It'll be twenty four seven. It'll be war, war, war
0: Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Another episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thanks for listening. Thank you to my guests, Joe Dyer and Rachel Healy. If you're one of my listeners from Adelaide, get along to the festival. There's probably some really good seats available under the name Rachel Healy. And thanks, as always, to Cindy MacDonald for writing the questions. Just a couple of things to tidy up. Spike Milligan was not born in Woi Woi, but his parents and his brother moved there in the 50s, and he made frequent visits there in the 60s and 70s, writing three of his books there. Chicken salt was indeed invented in South Australia. Peter Brinkworth was a proprietor of the Gawler Chicken Shop and came up with the recipe for chicken salt to give the roast chooks he sold their own particular flavour. There's a great article about it written by Adam Lior a few years ago for The Guardian that you should track down. And lastly, if representatives from Bonza Airlines would like to organise some kind of sponsorship tie-in with this podcast, they're more than welcome to get in touch. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you, same time next week.